You're listening to the Sunday morning service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Butler. To learn more about us, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Well, if you got your Bibles out, and uh, you're going to have to do that, you're going to have your own Bibles, get your phones, get your tablets, whatever you're working on there, go to Ephesians chapter 1. And uh, I just feel like the Lord just spoke to my heart. We, uh, we had our prayer service that we do on our Facebook uh, live uh, community that we do, our Facebook community for Harvest Bible Church. And so if you're not a part of that and you want to be and you're a part of the church, just uh, you can uh, go on there and ask to be uh, accepted on because it's a private community where we get to share and talk just to our church body. And it's a blessing. Anyways, uh, we just uh, shared last night and uh, my wonderful wife, uh, Pastor Pam, there. She, uh, boy, she just preached really good because God did great things in her life. And uh, uh, this week, thank God for the word of God. Amen. And uh, I was just praising the Lord for that. And because God just uh, healed her body. Amen. We had some situations going on with her neck. And uh, the Lord just quickened unto her some things. And so, hallelujah, it was just a real, real testimony and a real blessing. So you guys can get on there and look for that. Uh, <clears throat> You know, here in Ephesians chapter 1, I just was reading the book of Ephesians. You know, one of the things I don't like, I don't like the devil messing around with our kids. I don't like the devil attacking my family. I don't like him coming up. It's one thing if he wants to attack me, but it's another thing when he attacks my kids or attacks my family. And I feel like that's what's trying to come. He's trying to stop us from doing the things that we want to do. So we've been just coming against him and allowing, not allowing, we've been coming against him and resisting him and taking hold of the, of the word of God, hallelujah, and defeating the enemy in our lives. Amen. You know, one of the things that we need to understand, we exercise our faith two ways. One way is to receive the things from God, to receive what we have. And the other is, is that we resist things. And and many times our faith has to rise up and resist and stand up against the enemy. It has to stand up against the enemy trying to come against it. But in order to do that, you need to know what you have. You You need to know what belongs to you. You know, I believe with all of my heart that this is the church's finest hour. I really believe that. I believe this is the church to rise up. And I believe this is the church's hour. I believe this is our hour. This is our time. And we are to do this with the power and the presence of God. Amen? Hallelujah. So here in, <clears throat> I want to read the first, Ephesians chapter 1. I want to read you the first three verses here. And then I'm going to preach. And we're, talking, we're going to stay in Ephesians chapter 1. Because it's about authority. It's about the name of Jesus. It's about how to realizing this is our power. This is our time. This is taking hold of the word of God. And we're going to learn how to fight the good fight of faith this morning. Just going to encourage you and strengthen you and stir you up to resist the devil. The Bible says we need to resist the devil. If we resist the devil, he will flee. But you notice that the first part of that verse says in James, it says, submit yourself to God. Hallelujah. Submit yourself to God, then resist the devil. You got to submit yourself to God first before you can resist the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to let God be God in your life. You got to allow God to be God. You submit to his will, to his plan, to his word, being obedient to the Father. Then you resist the devil and you have the ability to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. 
Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Amen? When we understand and know that, then we know that, hey, we've got some ammunition. We've got some things that we can come against the enemy with, that we can stand our ground because we can fight the good fight of faith. Amen? Now, one of the hardest things to do in fighting the good fight of faith is to stay in rest when you're hurting. (laughs) Amen? And stay in peace when there's chaos all the way around you. But see, in Mark eleven twenty three and 24, you know, the Bible says that we got to speak to the mountain. The Bible says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Mark eleven twenty four says, but there, you know, whatsoever things that you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. But see, Mark eleven twenty three says, we've got to speak to the mountain. We don't need to talk about the mountain. We don't need to find out why the mountain came into place. We need to speak to the mountain. Let's deal with the mountain and then we can deal with it. Always deal with the enemy. Never, never, never try to figure out why or how. Always deal with the enemy. It's not our job to know about the why or the how. Our job is to say, hey, glory to God, I take authority of you because it's not supposed to be. How to, once you figure out how to deal with the enemy and deal and take authority over what's going on, you speak to your mountain, deal with your mountain, get set free, get healed, get, you know, delivered, get, get these things. Then you can turn around and say, okay, Lord, hallelujah, why did I have that battle? Then you can talk, but you deal with the devil first. I mean, if a snake comes crawling, and for those of you who know, my wife don't really care for snakes, so if, and, we, and we live up in the foothills up there, so we have, we have snakes. And, and anyways, you know, I don't, I don't get mad. I don't, when a snake comes in the room, or if I find a snake, I don't go in and say, hey, who let the snake in? I want to know what's going on. I want to know before I take care of anything, I want to know why the snake is here. No, you know what I do? I kill the snake. Uh, sorry about that. A lot of people want me to take the snake and relocate. I don't relocate any snakes, okay? They're, they're rattlesnakes anyway, so they're not, we don't want to relocate anything that can bite me. And uh, so anyways, we kill the snake. I kill the snake. Then I want to find out how or how or what happened, you know, where the holes are at, you know. See, here's what happens. If you don't get anything else, everybody hit your neighbor, give everybody wake up, say wake up. He's about to say something that's going to really bless you right now, all right? Because here's what the devil wants us to do. The devil's always, 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 always trying to get us to think instead of believe. Amen. That's the Holy Ghost. Huh. Right there. The devil's always trying to get you to think instead of believing or instead of believing. What happens is, is that, well, what are you talking about, pastor? What I'm talking about is that you are thinking way too much. Some people think way too high of themselves. Some people think way too low of themselves. Some people don't think at all. And then others way, way, way overthink everything. And everything. they want to, well, I need to know all about that. No, you don't. You just need to know, I believe the word of God. The word of God says it. I believe it. And that settles it. Praise the Lord. You need to have that in you. Listen, listen, God's word. And that's what we're being ministering and preaching and taking hold of. Hallelujah. God said some things about us. God said he'd never leave you and forsake you. So in the wilderness, so in the difficult, God's still here. 
the healing Jesus here. The power of the Lord is present to heal right now. The power of the Lord is present to deliver. God's presence is always here. Amen? Amen. He's given that unto us so that we can walk in this. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, now jump down if you would. Oh, actually, um, let's just... Read verse 4, right? Now let's just keep reading. He says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Look at verse 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. We are already accepted. We don't have to get accepted. We're trying to earn uh, anything about it. We're not earning our sonship. We're not earning our healing. We're not earning our prosperity. We're not earning our deliverance. He's already accepted. He's already paid a price. He's already given. He has, 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 past tense, amen? See, when you exercise, and we're talking about resisting, like I said, there's two ways we use our faith, two ways. One is to receive from God, the other is to resist the enemy. And to exercise our authority means that we've got to stand up against something. Having done all to stand, let's stand. And, and, and here's the understanding. When you understand about being accepted in the beloved, what exactly does that mean? That means that we've been seated together with Christ. Amen? You remember, and we're going to read on down here in verse 20, he talks about that he raised up Christ and set him at the right hand of God. Amen? Hallelujah. And we're going to talk about the power and the glory here in just a minute because God wants to give power and glory to us because he gave it to us already. He wants us to tap into it. So you got to know what belongs to you. See, this is our finest hour, but if the church doesn't understand its authority, doesn't know how to use the name of Jesus, doesn't know how to stand up and receive the promises of God and resist the devil because there's an enemy arrayed against us. He's coming against us. Amen. But see, authority, it pivots on two things. It's actually two things. One, that Christ was raised up. Glory to God. We're about to celebrate the resurrection. We've got to demonstrate resurrection power. Resurrection power. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Paul said this. I don't want to know him. I I don't want to know anything about it except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He also said this, that he said, Father, I might know you in the power of your resurrection. Now, what a phrase, that I might know you in the power of your resurrection. Wow. I mean, what a, what a revelation to grab a hold of. What a truth to, to grab a hold of. But see, number one is that Christ was raised up. See, most people, all Christians really believe Christ was raised up. They believe in the resurrection. Praise God. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. He's so awesome. He's there. He's making intercession for me, and he's my Savior. The problem is in Acts chapter 2 and verse 6, is that Paul said this to him. He said this to them, and I've got this right here across the page. He said, and hath raised us up together. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Most Christians don't know they've been raised up with Christ. When Christ was raised up, they were raised up and they were made to sit together. Where is he sitting? He's sitting at the right hand of God. We get to sit at the right hand of God. See, when you understand that Jesus is the head of the church and we're the body. You know, I always humorously say this. You don't call your head one name and your body another. If you do, they usually lock you up. Or we want to get you to deliver it, okay? You don't call your head one name. You're not two persons. Hallelujah. Glory to God, but you are who you are in Christ. We're in Christ. We're there. We're with him. We've been raised up together with him. 
You see, you know, it's so sad when you know that authority and power and all of the promises of God belong to the church, and yet not everybody's taken and partaken of it. See, the authority's ours whether we realize it or not. Authority's ours whether we ever exercise it. Amen? It's like knowing that you have authority, but you never exercise it. It's not going to happen. It doesn't work. You know, the Bible says in, in John eight thirty two, it says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. See, when the truth sets you free, it's the truth that you know, but it's actually the truth that you act upon. See, it's the truth that you act upon. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing. If if our lives are a product of what we know and we're using what we know in our lives, then we need to say, okay, well, am I using what I truly believe? Am I using what I really know about the Word of God? Let's believe it enough to act upon it. Amen? See, it's knowledge that's acted upon that becomes truth to us. See, the Word of God is the Word of God. See, God said it, and here's the thing. If you believe it in the Word of God, but God said it, that settles it, whether you believe it or not. Whatever God's Word is, it's what it's going to do. But it only settles in your life. It only, the promises of God only become wonderful to you, and you get to partake of them when you believe them and you act upon them. Hallelujah. See, you know, Luke 10... Hallelujah. Luke ten nineteen says this. It says, Behold, I give unto you power or authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You have power or authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Who said that? Jesus did. Jesus said, Behold, I give you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. All the power. All means all. Hallelujah. All the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You say, well, what's going on? I'm hurting. I'm sick. See, that's when you got to tell sickness it has to go. In the name of Jesus, it has to go. Because why? Because see, God himself is the power and the authority behind us. God himself was the power and the authority behind Jesus when he walked on the earth. Jesus said, I don't say anything I don't hear my father say and I don't do anything I don't see my father do. Amen? See, we, we've got to take hold. We've got to stand in, in the truth of the Word of God. We've got to do these things. Because when you read the book of Ephesians, when you read this, now, now let, let's keep going over here. Look at verse 7. I'm just going to take you to the, you know, we could title this Ephesians 1, but we're going to title this the church's hour. It's the church's hour. It's the hour of the church. It's the church's hour, okay? It is. It is the time. It is time. This is our time. This is our finest hour. This is our time. This is what God wants to do for us. But he wants the real church, the body. Jesus is the head, but we're the body. The head tells the body what to do. Amen. You know, if you cut your head off and separate it from your body, it don't work. Neither one works. Okay, you got to be connected. We got to make it happen here. Amen. Look at verse 7. In whom we have, we have not going to get, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has, he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen? Amen. He has abounded toward us. We have redemption. I, I can't, I want to get this across to us because many times we're striving to get it. Hallelujah. Remember, you're not, the, the sick trying to get well, you are the well resisting sickness. 
See, we use our faith to receive the blessings from God, and we use our faith to resist what the devil is trying to put on us. Amen? I, I want to share that because you gotta, it's not take authority over you. I, you stop you. Now this is not. Because sickness is not from God. It's not. You cannot tell me what day, when you look at creation, what day did God create sickness on? He didn't. Sickness came because of the fall. Sickness came because of Satan and because of sin. Because there's a curse on the earth. Because it, and, that's what I, and Jesus, hallelujah, came and he redeemed us from the curse of the law. He redeemed us from the curse that's going on. Amen? Thank God for that. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Now look at verse 9. Having made known unto us, having made known to us, not going to make known, but having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself, which simply means because of what he did and because of what the cross did, we understand the mystery, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. We get to go to heaven and the hope of glory here right now. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm preaching me happy right now. Hallelujah. Boy, I wish she was here because then we would just glory to God. I'm telling you. Oh, we would be just doing some things right now. But that's okay. I got to stand in front of the camera. He told me not to move. So now I'm working on it here. I'm doing good. But, uh, you know, I don't know how good. Uh, no, I just can't do that. Hallelujah. But I do. I, I, why is it? You say, yeah, but you don't. Listen. In the midst of chaos, the Holy Spirit spoke, and boom, things began to happen. God spoke, and the Holy Spirit did. So, so we see this. Why is it so? Because God said, and God's desire right here, verse 10 says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, that he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. Now look at verse 11. Get ready, you know, get ready to shout. It's a good thing. It says here, in whom? In Christ also we have obtained an inheritance. Listen, it's our inheritance isn't just heaven, because we're only going to be in heaven for a short period, then we're going to come back with Jesus and rule and reign on the earth. But uh, then God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. But here's the thing. We have obtained an inheritance right now, which the Holy Spirit is the down payment we're going to find out. See, you got to find out. You got to know. Say, wait a minute. I've got rights and privileges. I've got a right to, for salvation. I've got a right for healing. I've got a right for deliverance. I've got a right for peace. I've got a right to be happy. You got a right to be happy and joyful and full of joy because joy is part of the things that's on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. It is. We look at, we've got an inheritance being predestinated. Don't let that word predestinated get it. God just had a plan. He said it's all already fixed in the, according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Now look at verse 12. That we should be, that I should be, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted Christ. That we should be the praise of his glory. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, now look at verse 13. That's why I said, in whom also, in whom you also trusted that after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Because see, the Holy Spirit, you know, is the down, pay, down payment. How do I, because look at verse 14, which is the earnest or, the, or just the, 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 the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of our purchased possession, which is us, under the praise of his glory. Listen, if the Holy Spirit is just the tip of the iceberg, it's just the beginning of our inheritance, 
Glory be to Jesus. When you receive, greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. The same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead quickens our mortal body. It makes us alive. It's our church. Listen, we are the authority. We are the power. We are God's glory, God's presence here in the church. We make men. God doesn't do anything in the church or in the world without he doesn't do it through the church. He does it through us. He can't do it without it. He has to do it through us because that's what he said he was going to do. God can't go against his word. Amen. And you remember, you remember Matthew chapter 8, you know, Matthew chapter 8 is an incredible chapter just all about healing, but in Matthew 8 verse 5, it says there was a centurion who had a servant who was sick and he called for Jesus and they told him, hey, pretty good guy. And so Jesus, well, I'm going to come to your house. And the centurion said, you don't have to come. What? I mean, who would stop Jesus from coming to their house? Oh my gosh, come on, Jesus, come to my house. And the centurion said, no, you don't have to come. He said, you don't have to come. Because, see, I understand it. I understand it. I'm a man of authority. I'm a man of authority. I tell this person, go, he goes. If he doesn't, he gets court marched, gets thrown in prison. I tell this one to come, he comes. Tell this one to do this, to do this, he does it. He has to. Because I'm a man of authority. You're a man of authority. All you got to do is speak the word only. Wow. Speak the word. Speak the word. Lord, guess what? You are men and women of authority. You understand that to see a revelation of authority brings a revelation of faith of knowing glory to God. When I speak the word, it's going to come to pass. God's word in my mouth is the same as God's word in his mouth. Isaiah 55, 11 says that his word that goes forth out of his mouth is not going to return unto him void, but it's going to accomplish the thing whereunto it's sent and it will prosper in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God, it will prosper. It means it's going to finish what it started. Yes. See, we got to understand that. You know, it's, it's amazing that many times people, when I get excited like that, say, Pastor, you, you just know things. You just are blessed. You, get, you just don't understand. No, listen, God takes the weak and makes them strong. The Bible says, when I'm weak, let me say I'm strong. Let the weak say I am strong. How do you, in fact, declare that today? You're strong. Strong in faith. Strong in the spirit. How do you, strong in the things of God. Strength of spirit. Amen? Someone says, well, I don't think I have very strong faith. Listen, can you give glory to God? Just glory, 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 give glory to God. The Bible says that Abraham was strong in faith because he did two things. He gave glory to God. He honored the Lord. And he believed that what God said, God could do. Everybody believes that. The problem is, is that he gave glory to God. What is that? That's your testimony. That's your declaring. That's you speaking to the mountain. That's you resisting the devil. That's you telling Satan, take your hands off my body. Take your hands off of, uh, of my finances. Take your hands off my family. Take your hands off my kids. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because see, God is going to work through us. We are his hands here in the earth. We are his feet. We're the ones that are going to be out here to go and to do what he calls us to do. He doesn't want to do. God never, never, never does anything without working with somebody else. He created all this stuff, but he works with us. He always, God sought for a man that would stand in the gap. God sought for a man that would stand in the gap to pray. God sought for somebody to stand. God was looking for somebody that he could touch. God, God, the Spirit of the Lord goes over the earth to and fro looking for somebody whose heart is pure and true toward him. That he might show himself strong. On their behalf. Lord, God wants to do those things. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. 
Hallelujah. I don't even know what time I started, guys. So we're, we're doing good. I'm preaching me happy. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, amen, 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 amen. Now, here's the thing about it is most people, they want to have authority, but they want to try to exercise authority over people. You need to exercise authority over the devil. You need to have authority in your own body first. Have authority in you. Just make sure you're just taking care of you right now. Hallelujah. But you know why we don't do this? Let me just share. You know, I always tell the Lord, listen, I don't want to tell them, get them all hyped up, get them all excited. Yeah, yeah. But how do I do that, Pastor? How do I exercise authority? How do I know that, it's, that, I, that I actually can and that I can stand that God really does hear and know? Amen? Because you know, in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, it says, this is the confidence that we have in him, in Christ, that if we ask anything according to his will or his word, amen, because his word is his will, amen, we know, we know, we know, not, not maybe, we know that he hears us, amen, and if we know that he hears us, then we know that we have the petitions that we ask of him. Now, how do we get that confidence? How do we get that boldness? Wow, man, you're just so bold. We get that boldness because of our righteousness. We get that boldness because I'm born again. If you can believe, if you honestly truly believe, you're going to make heaven. Are you going to make heaven? Are you born again? Do you know Jesus Christ? Is he Lord of your life? Amen. When you truly know that I'm going to make heaven, nobody can talk me out of it. Glory to God. That same righteousness, that same boldness is the same thing that brings everything to Righteousness is the platform. It's the platform from which you exercise everything. I got a right. I got a right to have faith in him. I've got a right to believe in him. Hallelujah. I got to take a breath. Glory to God. I've got a right. Now, righteous simply means that, hey, I'm born again. That I, Jesus Christ made me the righteous of God in him. He who knew no sin was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Wow. So it's from that platform. And remember, I shared this last, last Sunday. I shared this on this. That, listen, if you've made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you believe that, you've exercised your faith for the greatest thing you can ever do. So everything else is a piece of cake. Everything else is easy. Because why? Because now you've got a platform to build on, to grow in the things of God. You've got a platform. It's the right that produces the authority to do the works of Jesus. You know, in John chapter 14, verse 12, when he says this, he says, hey, the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do why because I go unto my father which is in heaven these greater works and they say you can do the works I do you can do let's just do the works of Jesus forget about the greater works let's just do what he did amen glory to God hallelujah he went around teaching preaching and healing hallelujah God was doing great things and and we get caught up in all this other stuff but it's from our righteousness it's from that platform that enables us hallelujah hallelujah to receive from God and to resist the devil. Yes. Biggest thing is telling the devil, stop. What does Proverbs 28 1 say? The righteous are as bold as a lion. I mean, when the lion roars, it just wipes everybody out. Amen? Hallelujah. But glory to God, that's why the righteous are as bold as a lion. Oh, hallelujah. See, you know, that's why I share this so much. When you get a revelation about the body of Christ, When you get a revelation that Jesus Christ is the head 
And, you, and, and Paul likened it unto a body. He said, Jesus is the head, we're his body. When Jesus is the head, we're his body. We're one. Oh, you're saying you're Jesus. No, I'm saying I'm the body of Christ. I'm saying I am one with Christ. I've been born again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Paul said it like this. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in my, this, this flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Amen. Galatians 2.20, for those of you that want to know the scripture reference of that, that's the scripture reference, that's the King James Version. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. He said, but, you know, but, you know, not I, but Christ lives in me, amen? But he said, the life I live now, I live by faith. See, I can live by faith, why? Because I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus, because I have the right standing with him. Because I'm a new creature, I can exercise faith. I can exercise authority. I can tell him, you've got to stop. You've got to take your hand off of here, Amen. Doesn't mean the devil's not going to try. He's going to continually try. He's going to continually try to put sickness on you. He's going to continue to try to rob your finances. He's going to continue to try to put bondages on you. He's going to continue to try to come. He's persistent. He really is. Hallelujah. Amen. But glory to God. Whom resist? Whom resist? Whom resist? The devil, like a roaring lion, walks about seeking. He's like a roaring lion. He's not. See, he's upset because we are roaring lions. See, we got everything he wanted. See, we got everything. The devil, when he, when he got kicked out of heaven, he said, I'm going to make my throne bigger than God's. I'm going to, I want to be this big. He gets kicked out of heaven. Hallelujah. And we, as man, we got exalted to that spot. Hallelujah. And he can't stand that. He is, that's why he wants to come against. That's why he wants to do things. But glory to God, God gave us authority. Jesus said, all authority, all authority. Oh, hallelujah. See, I'm talking about you exercising authority in your own life. See, if we get authority in our own life, then we don't let anybody else steal our joy. We don't let anybody else steal our peace. And we tell the devil, you get out of my body. You, you, in the name of Jesus, you have to leave. Pain, you have to go. Symptoms, you have to leave. Because of the word of God. It's what the word of God says. Hallelujah. All power in heaven and earth is given unto Jesus. And he turned around and he delegated it to me. He gave me, he said, I give you power. I give you power to tread upon serpents. I give you power on serpents and scorpions. I give you power over all the power, all the power, all the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And nothing, 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 nothing shall hurt you. (laughs) So first Corinthians, you know, uh, Chapter 2 says that he brought the enemy to naught, to nothing. Hallelujah. He says that he, they, they came to naught. They came to nothing. They came to nothing. He defeated it. Colossians chapter 2, 15, that Jesus Christ, he made a show of, 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 of all the principalities, of all the devil. He made a show of him openly, triumphing over him in it. Hallelujah. He defeated Revelation chapter 1, verse 18 says when he came in, he took the keys of death and hell and he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. And so Satan no longer has that. Hallelujah. We know the last enemy to put underfoot, but praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews also goes on to say that he who had the power of death is defeated. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. So how do you do that, Pastor? How do you do that? How do I deal with the devil? Man, my mind's giving me fits. Oh my gosh, he's, he's trying to keep me thinking. He's trying to keep me feeling. That's how he does. See, if, 
if the devil can keep you in the arena of reason, if he can keep you in the arena of your thoughts and your feelings, he'll beat you every time. You cannot win. But you got to keep him in the arena of faith. See, Hebrews eleven six. but without faith, it's impossible to please God because you got to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. You got to see without. So what do you mean by the arena of faith? You just say, no, according to the word of God, this is what it is. According to the word of God. Somebody asked me a question one time. Well, how long do I have to quote these scriptures? I said, how about all your life? How about doing this as a way of life? Here's something else. You need to speak your faith until your faith can speak for itself. You keep speaking your faith. You just keep doing it. We were talking, and she just got a revelation when I was teaching, sharing about Naaman. She said, I'm just going to keep dipping. I'm just going to keep dipping. Because lest you think it was any kind of thing that was going on, there was five days last week that she could not sleep she couldn't, because of, of this pain in her neck. It was, just, it was out. And we couldn't get it. We couldn't, you know, we, we go to the chiropractor. and We do things. But we were praying. We were believing. And it was, just was not happening. She was not, I mean, hallelujah. It was just couldn't go to sleep, couldn't do things. She was just in a lot of pain. I'm praying. And I know how to pray and how to believe God. So does she. But then all of a sudden, she was just listening she was listening to her worship from last Wednesday night. And she, when she started talking about the name of Jesus, we need to get the name of Jesus. We need to declare the name of Jesus. It has power in that name. And she was just, all of a sudden, she just dawned on her. Wait a minute, I need to believe my own preaching. Hallelujah. And it became like, and see, God will do the, and it's like, so she just said, you know, in the name of Jesus, she just grabbed her neck and said, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just command this pain to go. And I command it to go now. And I command the healing power to be in my body. And it left. And then, of course, you know, she shared last night about this. She said, I got up real gingerly thinking, okay, I don't want to turn my head. Everything's perfect. I don't have any pain for the first time in five days. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? So it's like, uh, she said, so, but then she realized, hey, I'm moving a little bit. Hey, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh. Then goes to sleep and it's like, wow, get a good night's sleep. Whoa, come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, she slept so sound, soundly, I-, I had to wake her up this morning and say, hey, come on, we got to go to church i'm like this is crazy she said oh she said this is so nice i said yeah i know if you don't sleep for five days it's nice to sleep but now thank god is god just did that for her because she's a pastor's wife or because oh that's pastor pam and all that no god didn't do that for her how to just for that Hallelujah, God, hallelujah, he hallelujah did that because she believed god and exercised her faith hallelujah glory to god amen Hallelujah. You know that. Praise God. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, well. Now you know that uh, Sean and Leticia are here. And Leticia is not doing her job, but that's okay. But they're helping me out doing these things. We have to have a little fun. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> he, was just, he was just mimicking me. He wanted to run around and do some things. Hallelujah. He was just doing what I needed to do here. Hallelujah. Now you religious folks, you just calm down. Oh, I thought we were, listen, it's okay. I needed help. We had to do some things. TC is my secretary. Hallelujah. So we're blessed. Amen. <laughs> and that was Benicio just jogging right here with her Jurassic Park T-Rex he got yesterday going to the Jurassic Park thing. Amen. <laughs> but lest you think it's just, no, 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 no. God's no respecter of persons. God's no respecter of persons. What God did for one, he'll do for all. Amen. He'll do for 
Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Keeping him in the arena of faith and not in the arena of doubt. Because see, doubt is reason and feelings. Listen, we don't discount our feelings. We don't discount our thoughts. But what we do do is we use our faith to change our feelings and to change our thoughts. So when the enemy bombards us, we, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 that we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We bring into captivity. How do we do that? We take the word of God. It says by the word of God, by the word of God. We take that and we capture. We take the word of God and we bring it in captive. So when the enemy brings in these thoughts, man, you bring in ugly thoughts. They bring in, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? And, and here's the thing. You can't stop the thoughts from coming, but as long as you don't speak them out. Don't speak unbelief. Don't speak doubt. Don't speak the symptoms. Don't speak about the mountain. Don't speak about the problem. Speak to it. Speak to it. You know, when, when bad thoughts come, and bad thoughts come to everybody. But the Bible says in Ephesians, if we go over here to Ephesians chapter 4, it says, I think around verse 29, it says, I will let no corrupt communication proceed out of my mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Amen? I'm not going to let any uh, evil communication or any bad communication. Doubt and unbelief is bad communication. Amen. We side in with things. We can't side in with it. We've got to take hold of the word of God. Do not talk. On. It'll defeat you. It'll bring It'll just, 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 just tear you down. It'll wipe you out. You know, worry, fear, anxiety. Hey, listen, you might as well cast it all upon God. He cares for you. He's going to do it. He's going to do that. See, God never is going to exercise authority apart from you. We've got to exercise our own authority. We've got it. He's the head. We're the body. We do this. We've got to learn. We've got to learn that we need to be exalted. Now understand this. What do we mean? But we, we're not going to be exalted. What are you talking? Uh, you're using that word. No, listen. It's just a word. It means lifted up. Exalted means lifted up. So we need to learn how to be lifted up to the place God said we were supposed to be. At the, know that we're seated at the right hand of the Father. We always deal with the devil knowing that we've been seated at the right hand of the Father. See, we talk about Ephesians 6, when you put on the armor of God and you resist the devil, and we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we're fighting against principalities, powers, and dominion, and spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, we are. There's there's a warfare that goes on. There's a spiritual warfare that goes on, but it's going on in our mind. It's going on in the battlefield of our mind. It's going on with the enemy trying to bombard us, get us to think in line with him. But we always look at Ephesians chapter 6 in light of Ephesians chapter 1 that says, we've been raised up. Jesus was raised up above all things, over all principality, power, and mind. So we're above him. We're above. He's under our feet. The Bible says Satan's under our feet. Amen? He put all things under the church's feet. He put all things under Jesus' feet, and we're his feet. Amen? We've got to take hold of that. We've got to understand that because if we don't, then we'll let the devil just push us around, knock us back and forth. How'd I do? Listen, folks, like I said, we got to demonstrate the resurrection power of God. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank God. How'd I do that? Jesus gave us a right. Because, you know, I said John 14, 12, I said I quoted it to you that the works that I do shall we do also. And greater works than these shall we do because Jesus is going unto the Father. Verse 13, John 14, 13 says, ask anything in my name and I'll do it. Wow. Verse 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, how to, glory to God, the Father will do it. Glory to you because Jesus and the Father are one. Hallelujah. But ask anything in my name. Isn't it amazing 
that Jesus was declaring. He was saying, I mean, and when you look that up, wow, that's an incredible, those, those 12, 13, and 14 in John's gospel of the 14th chapter are amazing scriptures. Amazing scriptures. It just, your brain just can't even fathom what all it means because when you look all that stuff up, look it up in the Greek, look everything, you go, wow, he said whatever I ask. He said whatever I say, gosh, it can come to pass. You know? You know, Jesus said that in John. The other thing that made John amazing, because John writes this even in John chapter 15 and verse 7. See, not just John 40, but John 15, 7 says, if, if, if you abide in me, if you're born again, if you live in me, if you abide vitally to the vine, if, if you abide in me, then you can ask what you will, and it shall be done for you. Amen? You can ask what you will, and it'll be done for you. You can ask what you will. It's talking about you. Talking about us. If I abide in him and his word abides in me, his word has to abide in you. It says, if you abide in me and my word abides in me, that's one of the biggest things, is getting the word. That's why we quote, say scriptures. That's why we preach from the scriptures. That's why we're just going right down here because God said, you tell them I have done things for them. You tell them I've blessed them with all spiritual blessings. You tell them I have accepted them. You tell them I have accepted them. Glory to God. You tell them I have purpose, a purpose for their lives. You tell them they have an inheritance. They have an authority. They have things that I've given unto them. They belong to you. They do. They do. They do. Glory to God. They belong to you. They belong to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, because you need to understand, in every situation of life, every situation of life, every situation of life, God has given us the authority to do in that situation what Jesus would do. You know, we had this great bracelet thing that went around. What would Jesus do? Wonderful, wonderful concept. Amen. What would Jesus say? What would he do? See, the key is, is that when you understand that, when, but here's the thing, people grab that bracelet, but they say things, but it's like, well, I hope that's, I said the right thing. I hope that, but if you know what Jesus would do, then you can exercise authority and power and you can stand your ground because here's the thing. In every situation, you can come out victorious. The key is, is that you got to know who you are because you remember, I'm going to give you an example in the Bible. There was a guy who went out. There were seven sons of Sceva who went out, and they said, we cast you out in the name of Jesus of whom Paul preaches. And the demon said, well, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Come on. And he jumped on him and beat him up, took all their clothes, threw them out there. And that went up here. It was like, whoa, that devil knows Jesus, and he knows Paul. Guess what? Those devil knows you. He knows you. But he knows also if you don't know your authority. He knows also if you really don't believe in what you're saying. He knows also because he's going to call your bluff. And that's where you've got to stand your ground. You've got to take hold of the word because we've got a right. See, the name of Jesus isn't this, isn't this thing. It's not like his magic wand. Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Jesus' name. That name is to be honored and reverence. Jesus obtained that name. Hallelujah. Supernaturally. First of all, it was given to him. God the Father told, the angel told him, you will call him Jesus. How many of you know there's a lot of Jesuses around? There are a lot of people that they're saying kind of, but their name's not anointed. But Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus who was born to the Virgin Mary, God gave him that name. Every, I always say this, you know, kind of humorously, but every word in this Bible is in the dictionary. Okay? But the dictionary doesn't mean it's anointed unless it's got scripture in it. 
Amen? Because it's God-breathed. This is God-breathed. Jesus' name was bestowed because God gave it. God gave a name that's above every name. In Philippians chapter 2, it said God gave him a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. Hallelujah. To the glory of God the Father. And it's a name above all names. Glory. That at the name of Jesus, everything's got to bow. Everything does. Even when he said, they said, man, even the demons are subject to their name. They said, he said, don't marvel at that. But he said, here's the thing. But he didn't say that that wasn't great. That wasn't a good thing. He just said, don't get all excited about your authority over the devil. Get excited about your salvation. Amen. We don't talk so much, but yet God wants us to set the captives free when the devil manifests himself or does things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. I tell you, uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to tell you an incredible story that happened with my, my son, Adam. Hallelujah. Uh, this past weekend. I'd love to tell you that story, but I, I haven't got permission yet. So, but it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And it goes perfect with what I'm saying right here. But uh, anyway, so maybe I'll get to do that next Sunday to share. And you can remind me. I'll talk to him and we'll see what happens if you'll let me share it. But anyways, it was phenomenal because it's just, it's just so glorious about what God did in a situation with him. And, but we need to understand that name. The name of Jesus. Listen, when you speak that name, all heaven stands at attention. Amen. And all hell trembles. And that's not just a song. That's truth. Amen. That's truth. When Jesus, I mean, they have to back up. But see, Jesus gave us the right to use his name or the right to have his name, the right to use his name in whatever we need. He gave us the right to use it in prayer. Amen. Glory to God. He declared that. John chapter 16, verses 23 and 24. He said, you know, what if you ask the Father in my name, he'll do it, that the Son may be glorified. You know, hitherto or up till now, you know, ask, you know, that you shall receive. I mean, ask some things here. Do some things. He said, glory to God. The Father desired that my name, in my name, you're going to do the, Mark chapter 16, in my name, these signs will follow them that believe. How did it, we've got things, we've got things. How did it, we can declare. Well, John 13, you know, tw- you know John 14, hallelujah, verses 13 and 14, ask anything in my name. See, so it's basically, he gave us the right to do it in prayer. Then he gave us the right, hallelujah, to just, whatever we ask in his name just in asking his name hallelujah we also know that he said in his name we're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall go so he gave us his name in the subject of healing hallelujah the healing power of god thank god acts chapter four we got the prayer of the disciples when they got let being let go they went to their own company and when they went to their own company they reported all that the chief priests and elders had said and so they lifted up their voice in one accord to god and they said lord thou art god thou art the creator of the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is and now behold look at the all of the uh you know things that they're coming against us that they're saying that they crucified your son here and it says now lord grant unto your servants that with all boldness Hallelujah. We may preach thy word and that you would stretch forth your hand to heal. And in the name of the mighty son of Jesus, the mighty signs and wonders would be wrought. Amen. They began to declare and to say, but they took hold of that name, that name. And we reign in life. Romans chapter five, verse 17 says, but we reign in life through Jesus Christ. We reign, hallelujah, not R-A-I-N, hallelujah, not raining down like water, hallelujah, we reign, R-E-I-G-N, hallelujah, we reign as kings in life, the Amplified Bible says. 
Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we need to take hold of the truths of the word of God and do this. Thank God for the name of Jesus. Thank God for the power of God. I've been threatening you guys. I'm going to teach on that. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, I just have so many notes that I'm going to bring it out today. And just this, this is our finest hour. Hallelujah. You know, Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says that whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And like I said, it's not a magic wand. We're going to wind this thing down because uh, hallelujah or wind it up, whatever we're going to do. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to try to close is that we need to understand that the name of Jesus, when we confess it, Hallelujah. And when we understand, when I say that, we understand what that name will do. That that is, it's, it's not an end of all end, but what it is, it's a sign sealed and delivered when we believe it. That name, hallelujah, it works for us when we say the name, when we believe it. But we've got to believe it. We've got to understand that when we declare and we pray, that's why he said that name was a name that's above every name. You know, Jesus got his name. It was bestowed upon him. He got his name by inheritance, and then he got his name by conquest. He defeated the devil. He took the keys of death and the hell. Hallelujah. He defeated him. Glory to God. I mean, it's so amazing Hallelujah, that we've got what God says that we have. And there is so much power in that. And see, God's with us through the authority and the power of his word. But God's with us through the authority and the power of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, and we take hold of it. Because Jesus said, wherever two or three are gathered, I'm right there. I'm right there listening. I want to hear what you're about to say. Because I want to take it before the Father and say, Father God, they're coming in my name. They're coming in my blood. They've been blood washed. Hallelujah, blood bought. Glory to God. Let's do this. Hallelujah. Let's make move and let's make heaven and earth do these things here. Amen. So I want to give, I want to close on this. I want to give you a confession that, of the name of Jesus that I've done for years and years and years. Hallelujah. It's in, a, it's in a book that I have and it's a blessing. And so it's not something that, I mean, I, I, got, I got, you know, made up by something I got from somebody else. It's a blessing. And here it is. The name of Jesus is above all names. The name of Jesus is greater than every name. The name of Jesus has authority in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. The name of Jesus has authority at the throne of God. The name of Jesus gives me authority over the demons of hell. The name of Jesus belongs to me today in the earth. And if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three of you are gathered together in my name, I am there. Jesus is here. He is here to do what? He is here to see that my prayer is heard and answered. He is here to honor what I say. For if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. His name has authority. He has authorized me to use that name against my enemies. All hell, all demons, all sickness, all disease, and sin as well, oppression and depression. So in the name of Jesus, I'm free. I declare my freedom today for Jesus has set me free and all that he's done, all of his power, all of his authority and the might of all of his conquests are invested in that name. Hallelujah. And that name belongs to me. I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me and gave himself for me. So I take the name and I walk victoriously because as he is, so am I in this world. Hallelujah. And if you ain't shouting now, we're just going to pray. 
Father, we honor you and love you, and we glorify your name. Father, I've just preached my heart out and shared my heart about what I believe you want and what you're doing. And Father, just to be an encouragement, but also to declare the power and the authority of what Jesus has done in our lives. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Oh, you're such a great God. Such a great God. Such an amazing God. Lord, I love you and I praise you. Thank you for all of these folks. I thank you for everybody that's connected with Harvest Bible Church, but everybody that even watches this all around the United States. We got people all around and people, some people from around the world that's connected. Lord, you've just done exceedingly abundantly above all I could even ask or think with what you're doing here. Father, my heart's cry, my heart's desires that this truth would set the captives free, that it would bring hope, that they would know I can resist. I can resist them in Jesus' name. I can resist them with the word because I submit myself to God and submitting myself to God is submitting myself to his word and being obedient to that. Lord, I do pray that if there's anybody that's sick, that this has lying symptoms, that they're healed right now in Jesus' name. I speak healing over their body in the name of Jesus. I don't say that name flippantly. I don't say that name without understanding the power and the authority of what it took for that name to be made. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. And now, Holy Spirit, you just go. And if there's people out there that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior, they need to know that. They need to know the power of coming to an understanding that getting be part of the family of God. Because all it is is believing and calling upon the name of Jesus. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's believing with our heart and it's confessing with our mouth. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are my Lord and my Savior. I take you as my Lord and Savior. Oh, Father, hallelujah. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you're my Lord. My Savior, you forgive me of all my sins and you cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for your hand. We just tell the devil he has to take his hands off of God's children. He has to take his hands off their bodies. He has to take their hands off of their finances. He has to take their hands off of their mind. I take that, and I know that goes with body, but I take it off of their mind. Those that are thinking wrong, those that the enemy is trying to bombard and bring depression into, I take authority over depression. Hallelujah. I speak to it now in Jesus' name. Say, rise up in the glory of God. Rise up knowing who you are and what you have, that God's not through with you yet. God's plan and purpose, God's got a great thing for you to have. He's bringing things in. He has. We declare God's grace. We declare God's glory over Harvest Bible Church. And God's going to do it with us. There's such a breakthrough coming through. There is such renewal. There are such open doors that are coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Glory. I prophesy that in Jesus' name. Speaking that by the Spirit of God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord God. Hallelujah. There's power. Because you said, so shall your word be that goes forth out of your mouth. It's not going to return unto you void. But it's going to accomplish the thing whereunto you sent it and it will prosper in it. Father, you sent your word and you healed. Hallelujah. In Psalms 107 verse 20, the centurion said, just speak the word only. Father, you told us to speak the word. You told us to declare the same word. You said, but we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, they believed and therefore they spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. 
We speak. We speak words of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, you're in revival, renewal, Father, supernatural signs and wonders. Healing, healing, healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Divine protection. Glory to God. Thank you, Father God. There is no death in the path of the righteous. Hallelujah. I speak that out because I felt impressed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Protection. Mm. And now, Father, thank you for your direction and your vision. Father, thank you for your direction. Hallelujah. And you've given us a vision. You've given us what we need to head toward to. Thank you, Lord. We're going to complete that. Now, Lord, I just thank you and praise you. I love you. And I honor you for it, Father. You are such a great God. Such a great God. And these people are so precious. They're so precious, Father. I love them so much. Oh, Father, hallelujah. You touch their lives as only you can. Holy Spirit, flow into those houses right now. Let there be just supernatural signs and wonders taking place. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're such a great God. Such a great God. Such a great God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, I'm just circling the airport. I'm just thanking you and praising you. Oh, Lord, we honor you. We love you. We, we give you glory and praise. Father, be magnified. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And now, Lord, I ask you to be with each and every one. Hallelujah. As they continue to go and do what they need to do. Father, let them be a light that shines in darkness. Father, let them be laborers going across, sending out uh, the paths of people out there that need to have hope and to have peace. Father, let us have words to share, talking and communicating. Father, let our actions speak loud. Let our actions speak so very loud. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. Father, I thank you. I thank you. How do you get all the glory? You get everything. It's not because of you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I, and I declare it all now in your mighty, mighty name. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. If you live in the area, we would love to have you join us at one of our services on Sundays and Wednesdays. You can check us out at harvestbibleonline.org for location and times. We hope to see you soon.